Chapter Eight of the Chaucer Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Schempf. The Chaucer Storybook by Eva March Tappan. Chapter Eight: The Friar's Tale. When the friar's turn had come, he told a tale about a certain summoner whose business it was to summon to the archdeacon's court all those in his jurisdiction who were accused of breaking the laws of the church the archdeacon did not always know how much this summoner was getting from the people for the man would often threaten them without ground or reason and to get rid of being called before the court they were right glad to fill his purse or make him great feasts at the alehouse the story of the summoner now it came to pass one day that a summoner wanted a little money so he set out to summon an old widow as he rode along by the forest he saw riding before him a gay young yeoman with bright new bow and arrows he wore a short coat of black and a hat with black fringe sir said the summoner greeting and good cheer to you welcome returned the stranger to you and to every good fellow and true whither go you under this green shade do you ride far to-day oh no the summoner answered i am only going right here to collect a rent for my lord ah you are a bailiff then yes truly he replied for he was ashamed to own that he was a summoner then we are both bailiffs said the yeoman i am a stranger in this part of the country and i shall be glad of your acquaintance of your brotherhood too if so be you are of like wish if you ever chance to come into my shire you will find that i have plenty of gold and silver in my chest and whatever of it you may need shall be your own i promise you that the summoner thanked the stranger heartily the two men grasped each other's hands and vowed to be sworn brethren to the last day of their lives and then they rode on talking pleasantly together the summoner was full of chatter and he was never done with his questioning brother he asked where do you live where should i look for you if i would find you some other day the yeoman replied to him smoothly and politely far in the north country he said where i hope my brother i shall sometimes see you before we separate i will tell you the way so carefully that you will never miss my house then the summoner introduced a new subject now brother said he since you are a bailiff as well as i i beg you to tell me some trick that will help me to get the most money from my office no matter whether it is right or wrong but tell me as a brother how you manage matters now by my truth dear brother replied the other i will tell you an honest tale my lord is stingy and close-fisted and i have a hard place therefore i live by getting just as much from every man as he can be made to give i get my pay either by trick or by force but i get it you may depend on that that is my way too said the summoner i take everything i can lay hold of unless it is too heavy or too hot i could not live in any other way and there's one thing more i won't tell of this in confession we are well met i am sure but dear brother tell me your name i pray 
the yeoman smiled a queer little smile brother said he do you really want me to tell you then here it is i am a fiend and my dwelling-place is hell and i'm riding about to gather in whatever i can for this is all my income you don't care how you get your money and neither do i i would ride to the end of the earth for my prey ah said the summoner how is this i certainly thought you were a yeoman you have a man's form as much as i do you have a form when you are at home in hell no we have none there the fiend replied but we can take one whenever we choose or we can make any one think that we have the form of a man or an ape or an angel for that matter that is nothing wonderful a common juggler can cheat you and surely i have more skill than he the summoner would have gone on asking question after question but the fiend gently cut him short hereafter my dear brother he said you shall come where you will not need to learn of me now let us ride on briskly for you may be sure that i shall stay with you unless you leave me oh no declared the summoner that will never come to pass we have sworn to be brothers and i will keep my word even though you were satan himself you take all you can get and i will do the same and if either of us gets more than the other then let him share agreed by my faith declared the fiend and then they rode on together to the edge of the town where the summoner had planned to go in the road was a cart loaded with hay and it bade fair to stand in the road for some time to come for the mud was so deep that try as they would the horses could not stir it the carter beat them and shouted as if he were mad go on scott get up brock the fiend take you and the cart and hay too here's somewhat for you said the summoner softly to the fiend listen brother listen don't you hear what the carter says take it he has given it all to you hay and cart and his three good horses no the fiend responded i cannot take that because he doesn't mean it in earnest ask him for yourself if you doubt me or else wait a little and you will see the carter struck his horses another blow and they began to pull harder than ever get up he cried there we are out of it at last that was well done old gray god save thee and bless everything that he ever made now brother said the fiend now you see i cannot get anything from this wagon so let us go on farther they passed on through the town when they came near to the end the summoner whispered to the fiend my brother an old woman lives in yon small house who would about as soon lose her neck as give up a penny i will have twelve pence out of her though if she goes mad or i will summon her to our court i don't know any wrong of her but no matter now watch me brother and since you do not seem to know how to get what belongs to you in this country you can follow my example and learn from me the summoner knocked loud at the widow's gate come out he called come out who is that asked the woman ah god save you sir what is your will i have here replied the summoner 
a bill requiring you to appear at the archdeacon's court to-morrow morning to answer certain charges made against you i call god to witness declared the woman that i cannot i have been sick for a long while and my side pains me so that i can neither ride nor walk sir summoner may not one appear for me at the court and answer there to whatever thing is charged against me yes replied the summoner pay me twelve pence and i will see to the matter i shall get small gain from it my master has the profit not i come give me the twelve pence and let me ride on i can't wait here any longer twelve pence cried the widow i am not twelve pence to my name you know right well that i am poor and old have pity on me in my trouble never declared the summoner may the fiend take me if i let you off even if it ruins you alas she wailed god knows i have done nothing wrong pay the twelve pence growled the summoner or i will carry away your new pan for the debt that you owed me before you say false she shrieked never in all my life was i summoned to your court till now may the fiend take you in my pan too when the fiend heard this he drew nearer good mother he asked gently do you really mean what you are saying may the fiend take him pan and all if he does not repent repeated the old woman repent indeed cried the summoner i will not repent of taking anything from you i wish i had everything that belongs to you now brother said the fiend don't be angry but you and this pan are mine by right and this very night you shall go to my dwelling in hell with me and with that the fiend caught him and bore him away body and soul to the place where folk like him have heritage prepared End of chapter 8